0: Get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law. The following is a presentation of A's cast your free 24 seven non-stop destination for A's baseball. Go to athletics.com slash A's cast to download the app restrictions apply. It's time now for the Bob Melvin Show,
1: presented by Nest Betting. The three-time Manager of the Year sits down with Chris Townsend,
0: exclusively on A's Cast.
1: Visit NestBetting.com today.
0: Here now is Chris Townsend.
1: It's now time for the Bob Melvin Show here on A's Cast and A's Cast Live. And Skip, you've been uh, you've been in baseball, professional baseball, the majority of your life. Uh, I just, how are you looking forward to getting this season started?
2: I am looking forward and you know there was a time when you weren't really sure if you're handicapping it whether or not you'd get the season started. So I think everybody's encouraged the way things went leading up. Uh certainly the the results of the testing have been phenomenal and guys are taking this seriously and staying in their bubble and if we continue to do that I think we have a great chance to get the season in. So uh just getting to this point I think everybody's excited about actually having games that count.
1: Yeah, it's like kudos to you, your staff, and, and and the A's, and Dave Cavill, and and everybody understand that we need to protect everybody. That I, I think baseball's done better than we thought uh, any of us could do. I mean, you guys have really done a very good job.
2: Yeah, and especially the way it started out. You know, there were some problems early on about getting the test back at a timely fashion, and, you know, we really only had one – you know, one problem there. And then since then, it's been really seamless. And, you know, guys are getting used to the fact that every other day you come in and things are a little different and you have to get tested. And, you know, it all starts with that. And then you try to get into your routine, you know, at the ballpark, a little probably a little bit shorter period of time. So, um, you know, guys are are starting to get used to that some. And like I said, we're just excited about being here. Finally, we're opening day is right around the corner.
1: You know, normally in spring training, you have all these practice fields and you have so much space. Uh, What has it been like for Ryan Christensen trying to make all this happen with all these players and you only have one diamond to work with?
2: Yeah, it's tough. You know, we've we've done, we've had to sit down for a long period of time. It was actually leading up to it um, that you're really not sure how it's going to go. The last thing you want is the players thinking that you're unorganized and people standing around and the cage isn't ready and whatever. So. Uh, that, those were kind of the concerns early on. But, you know, once we got a, a template on a game day, a template on a workout day, uh, you know, we, we, we started to figure it out pretty quickly. And Ryan does a great job of that. So we have two cages here, using both cages, using stuff on the field, obviously rotating guys in defensively. And I think all went really well uh, based on the fact that usually, you know, one field in spring training is not going to do it. Uh, but we, we seem to work around it.
1: You know and, and you think about your guys and got to we got to talk to a couple of them during the break I mean, I mean they all stayed in shape they all seem ready to rock uh how impressed were you about how these guys come back and we thought well, how long is it gonna take them to get ready it seems like most of them were they're basically ready to go
2: they were and it's, you know I think that's that's a benefit and, and our health's been pretty good other than Aj right now you know we're, we're fully healthy, and you know not only you have to worry about injuries, you have to worry about you know health in, in the COVID world too. So, um, you know we've been spacing guys out. You know the workouts have been longer, and and you know based on the fact that guys are getting here at, at, at different times, but uh, they came ready to go, and we were able to work them pretty good early on, to where I think everybody felt good physically, uh, you know getting through the last couple of games against the Giants.
1: You know, obviously, Jesus Lazardo tested positive for COVID nineteen, asymptomatic. Um, at this point, when do you think he can actually start getting into games? And, and, and does he start the season kind of in the role he was in last year, coming in out of the bullpen?
2: Yeah, we're going to have to do that as far as the bullpen goes. At least, to, at least his first outing. Uh, just through a bullpen today, um, and, and probably. Game 2 is where we would target him being ready to pitch. And if that's the case, I have no problem pitching him two innings if it if it goes rather well then then maybe 3 to try to get him, you know, ramped up and built up to uh, a starting role. The, the great thing about him is he's in great condition and he's got great mechanics. He feels really good and and I know he's itching to get into that rotation. So, you know, if we get him a 3-inning outing, I don't think he's far away from being able to plug back into the rotation.
1: You know, you saw 18 pitchers against the San Francisco Giants. Uh, I, I don't like that style of baseball, but I got a feeling we're going to see a lot of that, you know, especially early on here with the expanded rosters. I, are we looking at seeing the most, let's say, pitchers per game that maybe you've ever seen in your career?
2: Yeah, without a doubt. I mean, it's it, no one's going to be able to do that. You know, 18 pitchers in two days, you're not going to have 18 pitchers on your roster. So you just can't do that. But um, you're going to see some, you know, like three, three and two and one, or you're going to see a lot of twos and you're going to see some starters maybe only pitching a couple innings. So it's going to be a lot different in a year where you can really, you know, experiment. The rules have changed a little bit. I think this is a year that you'll see some teams kind of try to do it like Tampa and, and maybe even more so. I mean, there are, there are a lot of numbers that would suggest the fewer times you see a pitcher, the better chance that the pitcher has. That kind of played out against us in in the first couple games. Although we didn't swing the bat too terribly well, but uh, yeah, I think you're going to see several things that that maybe you haven't seen before in baseball.
1: You know, you've got quite a few guys that are in their prime. They're young. They're strong. Uh, just how excited are you with your young core? It's only 60 games that you've got some really special players.
2: We do. And, and you know, the, the trick is trying to get them to understand, too, that, you know, 60 games when you don't have a full spring, it can be difficult on the body. We don't want to wear anybody out because all these guys are going to want to play 60 games. so. Um, some some conversations, some tough conversations, are probably going to happen at times. You want to keep your other guys ready too, but you have to understand that you know, 60 games right out of you know a short spring might be a, a difficult task, you know, especially with not too many days off. But uh, I've already heard from a few of my guys that uh, 60, you know, in their mind, 60 is no problem.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. How, do you, how, how, how are you going to talk Marcus Simeon out of, of not playing a game?
2: Yeah, I don't know that I talk. You know, if anybody's conditioned for 60, it's Marcus. Kid over first base has been known to run out there on a consistent basis too. And in the third baseman's itching to do it. So uh, we'll see. But I think, you know, we'll try to monitor it. training staff has a lot to say about how they think guys are condition-wise and which guys, you know, are out there playing with their hair on fire and which guys have a better chance to you know, play more games. So it'll be an ongoing discussion.
1: What do you think it's going to be like where you're playing all your games on the West Coast? Other than the Texas teams, you're staying on the West Coast. What do you think that's going to – I mean, obviously, a far uh, less travel than normal. What do you think that's going to be like?
2: I'm all for it. I I mean, I love going to Yankee Stadium. I love going to Fenway Park and so forth. But you can understand the reasons this year. You know, you just try to limit the travel the best you can. Like you said, Houston and Texas aren't exactly on the West Coast, but I think the more you can limit travel and and see fewer teams than you would, the better chance you have if everybody's staying healthy and, and uh, you know as long as far as the virus goes.
1: You know the the one rule that's going to be so odd. I mean, I understand the three batter minimum and all of that, but starting extra innings with a guy on second base. Do you have a strategy for that, or are you just going to figure out as you go? How are you looking at that?
2: Little of both. I mean, you know the the obvious ones probably. If the if you're at home and the visiting visiting team doesn't score, then that's your, your probably your best chance to bun a guy over. But then you know talking to guys in, in the minor leagues, and I'll have some discussions with uh, with Fran, our AAA manager. You know, then it ends up being two walks, and and now you know you have infield maybe halfway or in and you're trying to get a force at any base or maybe potentially a double play so uh, my understanding is a lot of the games end with the home half with the bases loaded and one out so you know and, and having said that it you know people say yeah uh, you bunt and you just hit a sack fly well but those aren't automatics either um you know teams can make it tough on you to bunt and and certain pitchers can make it tough on you to, to get a ball in the air so you know, when it doesn't work and and you're letting guys swing away and you don't end up scoring, you know, the easy thing is to say, well, if you bundled them over, you would score. But, uh, you know, that that, that doesn't happen all the time.
1: How nice is it that you're going to have this taxi squad and it's going to be down here in San Jose that if you need a player, you know, he's like 35 miles away from you.
2: Right. That's key. And then, to also have these guys on the road when, you know, they'll go on the road with us, the taxi squad, but they won't be with us at home. And when they're at home, they'll be, you know, doing simulated stuff like we were doing, you know, here to try to, you know, develop guys and get them more at bats in a year that, you know, there's no minor league. So, you know, there, there's a balance to that as well, but we're comfortable with, the, with our taxi squad guys. And, uh, you know, we have a pitcher catcher and a guy that can play multiple positions. So um, it is nice to, to have just a short, short drive away.
1: You know, speaking of a guy who plays multiple positions, but yet he's just been raking—if uh, you want to call it summer camp or spring uh, spring training two point I, I mean, Chad Pender. I, I don't, I don't know how you keep him out of the lineup.
2: Yeah, that's a tough one. Um, you know, we we do things a certain way, and I will agree with you. Since the day we've been here um, in two Chad Pender has not missed a day where he has not swung the bat well whether it's righties, whether it's lefties, whatever, he's just been a tough out and he's, he's come in with, with a great attitude. Um, you know, like I said, it's sometimes it's out of my hands too, as far as, you know, some of the, some of the starts and against projected pitchers, right-handers, left-handers based on what you've done in the past. But, uh, he, he is definitely trying to, to change that narrative and, He's going to be a tough guy to keep out. Lucky we have a left-hander on the mound against us first day because he'll be in there.
1: Let's end on this. We've been kicking this around on A's Cast Live. When you talk about a 60-game season, how valuable a bullpen guy will be? And we just, you know, we talked to Liam Hendricks, and you just think if a guy has like 20-something saves, X amount of wins, I mean, could this be the first time, we see a reliever win the MVP since Dennis Eckersley did it in the early 90s.
2: And that guy might not even be a closer. It might be a bridge guy. You know, somebody can pitch a couple innings, maybe even three early on. It could be three, Then later on it could be two. So, yeah, I think uh, as far as that goes, you'll see a different dynamic how how the pitching staff's used. And I think if there ever was a year that you could potentially see a reliever you know, win the Cy Young this, this year would be it.
1: Well, I got to tell you, Bob, normally we do this in your office, and uh, I haven't seen you in a while. We miss you, <laughs> and uh, I, I don't know when I'm going to see you. We'll do this every single week, but uh, good luck with everything, and uh, it's going to be a wild ride. We got 60 games in 66 days.
2: No doubt about it. And I agree with you. You know, I, I actually enjoy the, the media sessions and, the, and doing stuff, you know, face to face. I'm a little uncomfortable with the Zoom thing. It just just doesn't feel like, you know, you're getting the information out that you normally do and, you know, kind of the breakouts and one-on-ones and so forth with people in person. So hopefully we get to get back to that at some point in time soon.
1: Well, be safe and good luck to you. We can't wait to watch.
2: Yes, sir. Thank you. And
0: uh, here we go. This has been a presentation of the Oakland Athletics.